This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's hit you with some NFL news of the day as we roll into hour number two of the G-Bag Nation. We do have the Mike McCarthy pressure coming up at 3.30-ish. Shout out again to our guy, Jesse Holly. Hopefully everybody had a Merry Christmas. And uh, if not, hey, we're here for you. 877-881-1053 to join the conversation. Uh, even if we go back and forth and we don't always agree, <laughs> do love fellowshipping and uh, interacting with all of the Tolos. Somebody call you out for uh Well, we got you know, one guy who must have just gotten coal in his stockings or something uh, because he was offended that I said Tony Pollard should have attacked the corner. I think Tony it, Pollard, you go, if he had to yeah. do it over, if when he watched the tape, when he was in the mm-hmm. sidelines, if he watches the pad, he probably felt like... Trust your speed. Just hit the pylon. Yeah. Hit the pylon. You've Making got to a play at the pylon, yeah. please. Dive dive, and just extend the ball at the pylon. Yeah. Absolutely. You touch the pylon, you're in. That was the second time he went somewhere weird during the run yeah. that day. Mm-hmm. To- old Tony, boy, I was screaming at the TV a Man. few times on Tony. And then it's, where are you going, bro? <laughs> it's half the the lower block is this way. <laughs> Man, that's, that's a tough deal. And, and of course, I mean, when you lose by two like that, yeah. every one of those, and then you fumbled at the goal line, sure. there's a lot of frustration. I get it. Yeah. Uh, but, man, we did have an NFL executive that was quoted as calling out the Dallas Cowboys. Zach Wolchuk alongside Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander. Which one? Do I know the guy? Or is it a lady? Is so it Amy Trask? They're not. They're not mentioned. Oh, it's just an executive. Oh, it's in an the actual- NFC East. Oh, it's one and of these. This East. is per the Athletics Mike Sando, who does writes okay. a lot of excellent articles. All right, let's try and figure out who this is. Yeah, then. let me know who you think this is. All right, Sando. He's okay. so here's the little uh, part of Mike Sando's article. Opponents have long considered the Cowboys to be front runners, which could play into the issues away from home. Dallas has covered the point spread nine times, including seven times at home. The Cowboys failed to cover the spread six times with five of those losses on the road. Quote, I think their identity is what it is, an executive with the NFC East said. A front-running bunch, and when they start off hot, they write it, and when they have to go blow for blow, I think there is imploding there, is the quote. So this is an NFC East executive? An NFC East exec. All right, let's think about Sandoz out there in Seattle, right? There are any dudes that are executives that have moved from probably something that hit, you know. I'm, I feel I'm, like I'm, there I'm, might be somebody with I'm Philadelphia inter- ties. I, I'm always interested. I'm always interested, yeah. In, but honestly, I, I like I, <laughs> I hate people taking shots at our Cowboys. Yeah. But it's hard to argue that right now. Yeah. But we know that, I mean, we talked about it leading up to the game. They need their offense to start quickly. Their offense their has, defense is built to play with the lead yeah. so they can attack the quarterback. The pass rush is their strength. I, I, I'd like to say that they're, I'd like to say that their defense did enough in that game the other day to win it for them. You know, they didn't get a stop at the end, which they got a stop against Seattle. 
You know, they, they had did. three fourth down stops. And they stops got the stops then. against Philly you needed. Yeah. And unfortunately, the offense didn't come through. This they, was the reverse of that. Your yeah. offense did come through. Yeah. And unfortunately, you needed the defense to get one more stop, and they couldn't do it. It was just that period of time where they lost their they lost their way on offense. They went from it, – it's kind of like that they weren't really – I don't think that McCarthy got conservative because of the offensive line because I mentioned he tried to put – Turpin in and run that vertical route that would have scored likely. I, I you know I think the play call and I think he tried to stay aggressive. I just wonder sometimes. I wonder sometimes if the quarterback loses a little bit of that, of his focus. You know when he when he's on man he is so hard to deal with. You know with the and when he when he's when he's pulling the trigger when he's he's seeing the routes he's anticipating the throws. I mean, we saw for about seven, eight weeks, man. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't stop him. And then you get into some of these games, and like all of a sudden, it's rolling kind of well for him. And then it's like he's not. Did I see that? Did I see that? Did I? And when Dak hesitates, I don't think Dak's any good when he hesitates. No, and you could see that. I mean, during that lull, you know, when CD wasn't yeah. involved in the offense, was basically going three and outs and. You know, Miami's winning the field position battle, and, and your defense is giving up yards, but they're stiffening where yeah. they need to. They're and making them kick touchdowns. Field goals. Yeah, making them kick like fifty-yard field you goals. You could tell. Yeah. I mean, you could tell when you when you start to see like the double clutch there from Dak. Yeah. Where he's, he's about to throw, and then he pulls it back, yeah. or now he's going to try and spin. And sometimes he, he, yeah. he maneuvers the wrong way into the pocket. But there were times, and and I think that you know the play, and I brought this up in post game. It was a throw to CD. I think it was a second down. But there was uh, there, there was a linebacker and a safety underneath, and yeah. you could see he just short hopped it and he skipped it in. Well, he jump, he kind of jumps. It's like he, it's like he's, he's, it's like he's not in. It, he throws he, it kind of in midair. He kind of throws it like he's off. He's throwing off his front foot, but he's so he's so spread out he can't get anything on the ball. Yeah, it's like he's not sure that he wants to try and fit it in between that area, you know. And I don't want it to get intercepted. I don't, yeah, I don't want it. I don't. I don't want to be the reason we turn the ball over yeah. here right now. And a lot of the time, it's like, hey, well, you'll take that. You know, I'd rather you be cautious with the football. Well, but I, sometimes I, you got to just let that thing. Well, you know, I, let it let it rip. I can man. understand too. He took that sack with with Van Ginkle gets in the oh, one time goodness. he wants to throw it to Gallup on the slant, and friggin' Ramsey just mauls Gallup to the point where Gallup is like gets knocked on the ground. So what does Dak do? I mean, he tries to scramble, and you know, uh, Biotis is trying to. Van Ginkle's on the other side of the formation, and he tries to run. You know, he tries to. Well, he's not trying. He he gets to he gets to where Dak is, but Biotis misses him on the block. I mean, yeah. just misses him, and now you know, then Dak gets the sack. It's a tough deal. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, yeah. there, there were definitely some frustrating moments without when, question, when but Dak, still puts you in a position to win the game at the end. Yeah, but when when. There was a couple of questions I mentioned those hots. Yeah. And I wonder if Mike McCarthy will say something about it. I hope somebody asked him the question today. But I felt like there was a couple of times where Dak just wasn't sure about So they had him. Like they were there. They receivers had are turned. The They're receivers, looking for the ball. Well, Cooks, it's third and six, and Cooks sees the blitzer, and you see him immediately look inside, and Dak's looking at him. And I'm surprised that Dak just didn't throw, throw it, it to him. Throw it. And and see, oh, because even if it's a even if it's a yard short, McCarthy's likely going to go. Yeah, and we've and seen that. We've from seen Coach. it. I mean, but it's going to be a play at the sticks, is what it's going to be, and he's looking right at him, 
and and you know, and I'm not going to say that I I could see a Indoga. I could see him maybe busting because he doesn't play a whole hell of a lot. Steel busting? I I don't know. You know, he, he I think he picked up the right guy, and Dak just wasn't like it wasn't comfortable with the throw. So I those are the questions I have with with, with Dak. Sometimes will just lose focus on what's going on during the game. And then, you know, and then he'll find it. And like he did in that drive where they, you know, he's boom, boom, boom down the field and right. get him going. And now he's back in the game. I, I just, man, this, these quarterbacks, it's, it's tough. It's a tough position to play and it's tough to be really consistent at it. But man, in these tight games, you've got to be consistent at it. it. It literally is in the NFL. I mean, there's such little room for error. It comes down to a couple of those plays. It really, really does. Now, uh, Trevor Lawrence for the Jags has a sprained right AC joint. Huh. So not sure if he's going to be able to go in that shoulder. I mean, he he has not been playing good football right no, now. he's not. The uh, flip side of that, the Bucks who just smoked them over the weekend. Baker's playing great football right now, and that's yeah. your matchup in the first round going to Tampa Bay. That doesn't look like as easy of a game as you kind of thought it would be going to play the NFC South champ with the way that Baker and Rashad White's running the football. Uh, so the Jags then signed Matt Barkley off the Giants practice squad to help give them a little bit of insurance. Might be C.J. Beathard who gets the start for them this weekend. And a big bummer of an injury, Vikings tight end T.J. Hawkinson suffered a season-ending torn ACL and MCL against the Lions as they tried to rally and get that win. Lions did get the win. They've won their first division title since 1993. They're going to host their first ever playoff game at Ford Field. So congratulations to the Lions. I was there for their last one. That's wild. But that's, I mean, that's a bummer of an injury for <laughs> T.J. Hawkinson because now that's probably going to bleed into next year. Yeah, yeah, that's that is unfortunate. Man, the Vikings have boy, they've had to deal with a lot this year. Kirk Cousins, yeah, Kirk, now the Hawkinson, wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver was down a long time. Yeah, I, mean, I think uh, Jordan Addison got hurt during the game. Oof, tough man, really is. Now you had last night. I this is the first time I've ever seen this, Brian. Now I don't know if you've witnessed this in your days in the NFL. But the official falling down in the end zone yeah. causes a safety for yeah. Lamar Jackson last did. night. Trip backing up, didn't he? Yes. And you can see a poor guy's face. He's like, oh, crap. Here comes Lamar Jackson. And Lamar's looking downfield, so he doesn't necessarily see him. Yeah. And then he start, He trips over him. He tries to get rid of the ball uh, before he's down. But my gosh. And then Bill Vinovich under- is right there. Like, <laughs> he trips over his buddy, and Vinovich <laughs> is right there to throw the flag and, and call it intentional ground. So unfortunate, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, boy, what if that would have been like a kind of a, like, the final drive of the game kind of a thing? Mm. And. All of a sudden, you lose by two points. Dude, like the Cowboys-Dolphins oh, game, it ends up yeah. being 22-20, yeah. and that is the play that, that made the, play. the difference. Yeah, that would be crazy. Golly. I mean, oh. you are, we already uh, you know, give enough criticism to the officiating. That yeah. would have been even worse. Now, Brock Purdy had a terrible game. Niners head coach Kyle Shanahan still confident, of course, that Brock's going to bounce back. He did have a stinger through four <laughs> interceptions. <laughs> so he left the game. Sam Darnold came in, I believe, also threw an interception. But uh, the we'll final it was at the final drive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's just chunking yeah. into the end zone yeah. there. But they're going to have to monitor Brock Purdy and, and how that shoulder stinger is. I believe that's the same one he had earlier in the year. I had to come out for a little bit, then came back into the game. But uh, maybe Purdy's worst game as a pro against a, a Baltimore Ravens defense that we we have noted is one of the best, if not the best, in the league. I'll tell you what, man that they make you look they make you look really ordinary on offense. That Raven group, the way they get after you, you know, and man, they just got. They, I'll tell you where they don't get enough respect or enough credit, put it that way. And I tweeted this out. 
because we were talking about uh, somebody tweeted at me and said, well, I could tell the physicality that the, yeah. the Cowboys never could play with the physicality that the 49ers or the Ravens play with. And I've said, I would just like to play with the Ravens discipline on defense. I would just like to play with that ability that no matter what, no matter what movement you show me, no matter what routes you run, no matter how you try and trick me, I'm going to be exactly where I need to be. And that, that Ravens have play, Ravens have their safety gets knocked down on the play. Gets up and what happened? Interception. Kyle ball Hamilton. Did, Kyle Hamilton. Yep. Ball goes in the air. Interception. You know, they, they, they play, the Ravens play with such discipline. And I, man, if the Cowboys could just, uh, the Cowboys would be fine if they had the Ravens. Do, I don't, the, the physicality, yeah, great, fine. If, yeah, the motion, I, I mean, it's not really me, disrupting give, anything for no, Baltimore. No, give me, give me the, give me the discipline not to get fooled, not to like give up a four yard touchdown pass because a running back was from left to right and back to his left. You end up picking each other. You're yeah. trying to run to stay in alignment. Yes. You're slipping yeah. on the play. Yeah. I mean, the motion has really been an issue for the Cowboys this year. I mean, that's been a talking point uh, for a lot of these analysts out there. And, and you can see it on the tape as well. Yeah. You know, the, playing with your eyes. We talked about that all week well, long. I, I mentioned about the 50 the, the yard pass. Yep. I, I don't understand what Wilson, I'm. Listen, I'm not trying to say I know what all about defensive back play, but I, I know when everybody else is doing their job and one guy is not, it's clear. You could see it. You could see his responsibility is that half of the field. And he's not helping Gilmore, who just got blown by by Waddle. You know, you, you've got to anticipate, hey, he's going to launch this ball and there's nothing underneath that, that, that should be holding you there. Well, Everything you, is taken care of. Yeah, and and you mentioned Waddle. Waddle, of course, left that game with an ankle injury. Yeah. It now appears it's well, a high ankle sprain. Well, how about this? For Waddle. Waddle and Moster both don't play in the second, basically second half of that game, and and you really can't take advantage. That's unfortunate right there. Mm. Yeah, it is. And But now uh, they might not have Waddle. They're probably not going to have him for their matchup against Baltimore, which is for the number one basically, seed. yep, for the number one seed in the AFC. Jalen Hurts did enter the history books. He ran for his 15th touchdown of the season in the first quarter. It was a tush-push touchdown, of course, but... I'll tell you what, man. Uh, my son, Bennett Broadus, has him in fantasy football. He basically said that's saving his season. Yeah, the rushing is the, touchdowns. Is the tush-push stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. really been fantastic. Yeah. He broke Cam Newton's NFL record for most rushing scores by a quarterback in a single season, so congratulations there to Jalen Hurts, even though we were hoping... Maybe you wouldn't end up winning that football game. We wrap up NFL News of the Day. This is a RG3 on with Kay Adams up in Adams show. And we play, we, we've played several. Uh, I know Lucius has for sure of RG's three, RG3's kind of blunders during the season. Where oh, yeah, that's my guy, man. He's getting a little risky. He's real good at broadcasting. He is. He is really good at broadcasting. And he knows he's super smart. Yeah, like, he real knows, smart. He knows what he's doing. Double entendres. Absolutely. Yeah, he's that guy. And he's in his bag, and I love it. I think it's hilarious, and I love listening to RG3 uh, do the color analyst for the games. But, uh, you know, Kay asked him, hey, you ever getting in trouble there with ESPN <laughs> doing these college games? What have you gotten that? Let's ixnay that. Yeah, so I got a call about, um, <laughs> okay, we had this game for Oregon State, and you okay. know the Oregon State mascot, right? No, I don't. They're the, don't they're the, teach they're me the beavers. They're the oh, beavers. God. Oh, God. So I'm, I'm calling the game against Oregon State, and it's uh, against Stanford, uh, the Stanford Cardinal. And, you know, it's a, it's a tree. So okay. like early in the game, I'm like, hey, um, let's see 
how much wood these beavers can take. Oh, wow. Right? <laughs> Something like that. And uh, it wasn't immediate, but I had, like, not going to lie, I had, like, six other, like, really borderline things that I said so in that game. With, you come with, like, bits. You're like, this is what I want to get out. It wasn't, it wasn't that. It's not bits. Like, m- the majority of, like, 90% of everything that I say is is just straight off the top of the dome. But yeah. there's a couple, you know, <laughs> that you you can point out. Uh, and I got a call after that game because it was it was way too much. It was it was egregious. It wasn't like, hey, you're gonna get fired if you keep doing this. But it was like, yo, you probably shouldn't keep doing this. But he got the wag of the finger. Yeah, like, yeah. Robert, if you would please. <laughs> Robert's pretty talented. I'd yeah, say he's, he's awesome. Robert, he really Robert is. makes the game fun. Yeah. He's fantastic. He really does. His Twitter is good. His uh, social media situation is it, good. I tell you he what, has an opinion. He'll stand on it. Yeah, he, and he's family Christmas pick. He has right. he, he got well a lot of enthusiasm. I love the fact when he like not afraid to get out there and run with the crowd onto oh, the no. field or run with the buffalo or he was, yeah, he's always he trying to do something. Hawk? Yeah, That's he raced the hawk week. in Seattle. That was awesome. Yeah, I mean he's always trying to do something to make the game entertaining. Oh man! All right, let's go uh, around the rim, shall we? And then we'll lead into the Mike McCarthy presser at three thirty. NBA on Christmas Day takeaways. We got a frustrated Kevin Durant, and what's happened since the Pistons' last win? Been a lot. That's next on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. About to go around the rim here on the G-Bag Nation. Standing by, we'll have the Mike McCarthy presser here on your home of the Cowboys and home of your World Series champion, Texas Rangers. We will talk some baseball as well. 440, we'll go around the bases with you. But right now, let's go ahead and cut the lights out, put the kids to bed for an afternoon nap, and let's go all the way around the rim. Rain dance. Oh, what a great day for the NBA. NBA on Christmas Day. I used to look forward to it. You know, just sit back, watch all the basketball. And what happened? Roger Goodell came in and said, sorry about you. We are now going to do NFL games on Christmas Day. So it's not just all about you. It's not just your day anymore. Well, I think they kind of run out of that now, don't they? Well, they get, they're going to get one more Christmas Day. Well, well they're done. I think done. they're going to do a Wednesday Christmas Day game. Nah. That's the next thing that they're, they're going to do. They're done. They can't. They can't now. They, they run, they've run out of the way the calendar's falling, right? Not that I know what days go in an order or leap years and all that stuff, but right? Monday was Christmas Day, right? That's naturally a Monday night game. Yes. So, so it would make sense, but yeah, I, I think, they're, they're uh, done. They're done. I hope you're right, but I don't know. I feel like the pandemic stuff with having a random Tuesday or Wednesday game has opened them up for consideration. Did we really do that? They did, yeah. We had a couple of Tuesday oh, and I remember Wednesday that. games. I do so remember that. Those games that. had to get canceled. They're like, well, we want to make sure we play the game. So then the teams are ending up getting chipped. They're playing all kinds of wonky schedules. They're playing three days. I mean, it ended up being oh, bizarre. Oh, it's crazy, yeah. But they did get all the games in. They didn't miss any games. I think the worst impressive. thing about the pandemic from a sports aspect, I know about the fans not attending, was the fact that Des Bryant didn't get to play against the Dallas Cowboys oh, that's when the right. Ravens played that time against the Cowboys. That was sad. I mean, yeah. honestly, I mean, I'm a, I'm a noted Desbian and I love Des. They're up the X. So I was a little bit happy. It would have kind of broken my heart. So you're like, you're glad he didn't play because we didn't like 
have some success. You know he probably would have scored against the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody did. Yeah. They couldn't stop Lamar Jackson. No, that couldn't night, at all. But he probably would have gotten in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. But big game for Jalen Brunson. 38 points, six assists, went 15 to 28 from the floor. Uh, really, really big in leading the Knicks to their victory, 129 to 122 over the Milwaukee Bucks. Really, look, Jalen, after taking the criticism from Becky Hammond last week, saying, hey, watch this. Goes out there, crushes it. Uh, Steph Curry did not get any help in the fourth quarter. Nikola Jokic went off for Denver as the reigning champs. She's kind of cruising right now through the early portion of the season. Celtics get a big win, showcasing they're the best team in the NBA. They ended up taking out the Clippers and then the Lakers. LeBron had a vintage block, though. They called a foul on LeBron, who trails <laughs> back, gets a block. Like, it, it was clean. LeBron immediately turned around and says, hey, review that. They review it. They ended up saying LeBron James did not commit a foul, but his teammate did. So they changed it and gave the foul <laughs> to his teammate on that. I mean, it, it ended up being pretty comedic. And then Luka, MVP right now, in my opinion. Now, we'll see if that continues. But the way he's played with no Kyrie, the Mavs being shorthanded, it's really it's really played like, look, if you can minutes. get him, Derek yeah. Lively, yeah. and you've got at least Lively, the Mavs have a great chance to win because Luka is going to put up 30, 40. He put up 50 in another outstanding effort making history, uh, the 10,000 career points club he joined on Christmas Day. So fantastic there for Luca, who was really brilliant last night. There's some of your takeaways from Christmas Day. Now, this was amazing. Last time the Detroit Pistons won a basketball game. They lost 26 straight or 25? 26. 26, there we go. It's an NBA record. They have not won since October the 28th, pre-Halloween. They have the highest-paid coach in the league, too, I think. Oh, it's bad. I think, it I think is every, bad. I think he's up to right. $4.3 million per win. <laughs> and I'm sorry, they're two losses away from the all-time streak, yeah. which is 28 games. So they're on a 26-game losing streak right now. Who's the all-time? They're tied with the Nets. Uh, the all-time. Somebody like the 76ers back uh, in the Sixers uh, during their, their tank seasons. Yeah. 2013-14 yeah. yeah. and 2014-15. Yeah. So Jaws returned from suspension, and he already has more wins than the Pistons. Since their last win, you've had the Draymond drama yes. where he's been suspended, and I don't think he's coming back anytime soon. No. KD's moved up on the scoring list. He began the season 13th all time in scoring. <laughs> now he's uh, moved up into 10th. The entire in season tournament happened. It began on <laughs> November 3rd and ended on December 9th. The Detroit Lions have won five games and a division title since then. The Texas Rangers won the World Series. How about that? The Dodgers have spent over $1 billion in free agency. Caitlin Clark has scored 397 points at Iowa. She's tough. 17 college football bowl games have been played. (laughs) And Connor Bedard, the outstanding young phenom for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, has scored 10 goals. Can I ask you a question about hockey real quick? Yeah. With Dard and others, have you seen how everybody's now lifting the puck and throwing it in the corner of the? Should that be a? Should that be uh, allowed? Yeah, I think so. Carry the puck and just throw it in the corner. You, so you don't want the carrying, like you think that I that's. Yeah, I, the stick handling is amazing. Yeah, but these guys have got it down so now. good at how. If you're a goalie, how do you defend that? Like you're you're kind of like looking and around behind the and cage. He's put it the puck wherever and he wants to. And all of a sudden, to. guys like Bedard just come in and they just you know just shovel it right in the corner. I know I, that's crazy. I, I don't know. I think 
I think I'm against that. I think it's like the tush push. It is like the tush push. I don't want to see it anymore. Man. Uh, maybe you're, maybe the committee, the rules committee of the NHL will look into that. I just don't think you should be able to I carry- like it because I think it's fantastic. I mean, it's really cool when, when people are able to successfully do that. But you're right. It does put the goaltender in quite a bond. Yeah. But maybe a defenseman needs to come over, lay the wood, throw your body in there. Yeah. Knock him off a little bit. Mm. Uh, and KD's reportedly very frustrated with the Suns' underwhelming supporting cast. Well, KD, you traded for Bradley Beal. You've yeah. got a super team. You've got Devin Booker. You've got a big three. That's what happens. You don't end Frank up Frank Vogel coaching that team too, huh? A ton of depth. But so I, I, I understand KD's frustration. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and cut the lights back on. Let's step aside a little bit early so we can get back from Mike McCarthy, the head coach of your Dallas Cowboys. His pressure's coming up on the other side next year on the fan. Thank you, Lucia. Standing by for Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy for his press conference after a uh, disappointing loss on the road so, to Miami. He didn't get a watch for Christmas then, did he? I think this is uh, no, he didn't. You know, he's not a he's not on the Tom Coughlin deal there. Where if you're Tom Coughlin, five oh, minutes I, I uh, early, then you're on time. Yeah, I'll never. Yeah, that that was oof, that was tough. If you're on time, you're late. Yeah, that never really. I never understood that. He, he had a lot of rules. That man, Tom Coughlin. He did a, a couple of Super Bowls though. A lot of Certainly rules. Certainly did. Yeah. Uh, I did see this, and, and shout out to Joe Flacco as we gave winners and losers earlier from the NFL season. Joe Flacco's a winner right now. Yeah. Like, Joe Flacco, my goodness, what he's doing. And Amari. Off the couch. Off the couch, yeah. And I can't tell you how many texts we were getting during the post, like, never should let Amari Cooper go. Yeah, probably not. Uh, but Amari Cooper was balling. They got mad at Amari Cooper over there. They did. They got did. mad at him. Uh, and speaking of. Well, he's on time. Not being mad. Here's Mike. Okay, questions, please. Yes, certainly. Mike, David Moore, Dell's Morning News. Um, you talked before just about the importance of, of big plays, even more of a premium this time of year as far as the separation on, on teams that win and lose with so much at stake. Yeah, I think any time the, the, the arena is super competitive, the, the, you know, the big plays are usually a factor. And I think when you know, two teams you know, match up this time of year, too, uh, there's a pretty good understanding of what each team does and, you know, what they're known for and, you know, how do you want to attack each, attack each other. You know, that's why I think, the, you know, the self-scout part of it is, is, is always important, but uh, even more so this time of year. But, yes, I think definitely big plays, you know, you got to have big plays to win in the NFL. And, and the other part of that is you always talk about also the turnover ratio and these yeah. four losses to good teams on the road, I think it's seven to one. Uh, is that something you discuss with your team? Are they fully aware of it, or how do you approach that when this has been a recurring theme? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we talk about the you know the, the ball the ball security is a is a you know daily focus for us, and you know um, I think on the year you know we're taking care of it better, you know year stats. So, um, but yeah, I, I think you clearly got to you know win that battle. That's that's a big part. And frankly, I mean that's you know they also fall in big plays. You know, you think you look at the. You know the big play in Miami. You know that was a you know huge play for them, and and obviously it was a missed big play opportunity because you know we felt we should have had seven points there. Uh, Mike Todd with ESPN. Mike has been looking for some holding calls or asking for some holding calls Sorry, coach. publicly. Trying to trying to help you out. This is hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you. Trying to help you out. You're right on John's head. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. John's going to be behind him. Yeah. Look that way. 
I don't think anything's going to help us, so let, just, <laughs> let, just let it go. Yeah. So. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, Mike has been looking for holding calls, and he's been pretty public about uh, being upset about not getting him. Do, they, do you think he worries too much about that stuff, uh, and, and that's affecting him at all? Um, I, I don't see a young man worried about it, you know, in his preparation or, you know, in the game. He's competing during the game. You know, I, I think these conversations that happen after the fact, I think it's more of a product of today's, you know, today's industry. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't see it as an issue. I mean, everybody wants a, an honest answer. And, and I think the fact that our players and coaches, I think they do a very good job of engaging and, you know, doing the best they can with their responses. John? Uh, John Machado with The Athletic. Uh, what's the latest with Tyron Smith and, and Jonathan Hankins? Um, they're both getting better. Uh, you know, we have, a, we have a light practice today. Obviously, it's uh, Tuesday. Um, so they won't participate in the team part of it, but they're, they're getting better. I mean, the, the walkthrough, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're involved. So they, they have a chance. And then what kind of challenge is this uh, Lions uh, rush attack against your guys' run defense. Good football team. Uh, I think really running the football and stopping the run. Um, I, I think you know those are two strengths of their, their team. Um, playing playing very well. Uh, actually, I was very impressed with them last year. Playing playing here, you know, um, at AT and T. So um, this is this is going to be you know we feel like Saturday night and uh, you know a lot, lot on the line. You know as far as playoffs. Um, opportunity as far as the seeds, um, you know, we look at it as two teams that have the potential, potentially fighting for the number two seed. So um, it's going to be a great game. Calvin, Calvin Watkins, Dallas Morning News. We look back on that game, like CD had a really good start, then he disappeared mm -hmm. and he came back in that fourth quarter. What happened in, in between that, those first? Oh, I, I think statistically, that's that's um, that, that that reflects your question. But I, I mean, I think we we watched the game. Um, you know, ebb and flow of the game. Um, you know, I, I I can't remember who answered the, asked the question. But I mean, after the game, I thought the two backed up series were, were 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 not very good for us. You know, we didn't generate a first down on either one of those, and you know, and then we had another series there where, you know, I thought Brian did a you know great job getting us out of there with the field position. But yes, um, we took we actually took, you know, 30 minutes of the meetings today to go back and, and re review Miami, and uh, you know, I just felt as a team there was there was some. Details, you know, we had some young guys that had some opportunities and some guys with, uh, you know, new opportunities that, that we just felt like we needed to go back and hit the details, you know, because we, you know, we felt like we we left a, an opportunity to get away, and uh, it's just like anything. It's all, it'll always be the details, playing to your standards, and but uh, CD Lamb's a feature, the feature component of a pass game, and anything other than that is, I mean, those are the facts. Yeah, yeah. Pullback and Hunter. What happened in that in that fumble? They were him and Yeah, just um, you know, looked like the, the exchange was clean. Um, just just lost the ball. I mean, he obviously you know finished a good two yards in the end zone. So um, you know, I think clearly with Hunter, um, I've, I've been impressed with you know his as the years gone on. I mean, obviously in the same drive, I think he generated two first downs at another you know short yards conversion too. So uh, he's done a nice job in that situation for us. Got it. Skyler Dix with the AP. You just mentioned the seeding part of it. How much is this week and maybe even next week to a degree just kind of a matter of forget about all the what ifs and kind of get your team where you want it to be going into the postseason? I mean, I like to think that we we've been focused that way all year. I mean, we you know we've been talking about getting to 11 wins. We still 
we're still not there. And that's why I think just the, the 11th win. And um, obviously, we understand what our opponent's fighting for this week. You know, and I, I think it creates a lot of, you know, a lot of juice for this game. Coach Jimmy Johnson's going into the ring of honor. So, I mean, this is, this is going to be a great contest that we, we, we look forward to. And, um, and it's just like, any, you, know, you got to take care of what's in front of you. We can't control what goes on in Philadelphia or these other places, as we know. So, uh, we just want to be better than, you know, we want to be much better than we were last week. Uh, that's the reality of this. But, there, you know, there's a lot of good things that, you know, occurred in Miami. You know, I, th I thought the way we flew around and, you know, improved on some of the things from the prior week. So, uh, still an opportunity to grow, get better. Um, you know, we're complimentary football pieces are intact. And, uh, you know, and I think we're, we're heading in the right direction, big picture-wise. But this is a great challenge that we have in front of us. Garrett. Garrett Podell, CBS Sports. Mike, you've scored 30 points in all seven home games. You're the first team since the 1970 merger to do that. What's been the key to the home offensive success, and how do you harness that through the rest of the season? Um, I, I think, like anything, um, you know, we've been able to get into a rhythm early and, and, and be able to, you know, just keep your foot on the gas. You know, and I think the crowds have been great. Um, you know, defensively, we've played well. I think this will be our biggest challenge of the year. Uh, it's my personal opinion. Uh, you know, some people may di differ. You know, as far as Philadelphia or the, the past games, but um, just based off what we've seen on video, you know, at the end of last week and um, you know yesterday, I, I think it's, this is going to be this is going to be a heck of a game. Like I know, as coach of the Cowboys, you don't have to deal with many distractions away from the game, but. Uh, this week, when you have David, did you attempt to make a joke there? I, I couldn't tell. Yeah. Little holiday cheer. Um, in a game like this, where a, an important part of the team's history is taking place at halftime, and that's not the team's focus, yeah. but do do you ever try to incorporate anything like that about the team's history and, and what this franchise has done into the preparation, or is that completely separate? I mean, I, I think those are. Uh, big picture moments, you know, I, I think there's definitely an opportunity when you play rival games, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the history and the tradition of the Dallas Cowboys is, is, is impeccable. So yeah, de definitely. Um, we're, we're always, you know, we have a t tremendous video department, you know, uh, Roxanne does an incredible job with our, you know, with our messaging and, and videos there. So yeah, there, there's always a, a tribute to the past. I think it's important. Uh, I think they've, those are the guys that laid the you know the foundation you know, for the success of the Cowboys, and uh, I think it's great when Jerry acknowledges those guys and when you see them around here. So, yeah, I, th I think it's 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 part of you know the spirit in the you know in the blessing of being a Dallas Cowboy. Todd, uh, Gilmore left the game briefly and went back in. How is he doing uh, today? Um, doing better. I mean, we're gonna be smart with him. You know, he's part of that uh, what we call the normal Wednesday group. So uh, he'll he'll be limited today. Nick, Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com. You mentioned uh, Jimmy and the halftime stuff. I know you're you're a young coach when he was mm -hmm. when he was here. Do you have any memories or connection with him, or just kind of something from afar that you? Uh, uh, yes, I've, I've I've had the you know uh, the, the unique opportunity to spend some time with with, with Jimmy, you know, just in the last year. So. Um, you know, I, I was I was in Florida, um, you know, last year in spring break, and uh, so spent some time with him on his boat. So I, I have great appreciation for him and you know all that he's done. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. Did he give you any advice or anything you could share? Sure did, sure did. <laughs> <laughs> all good. It's all good. Yeah, absolutely. Did he give you a Heineken? 
Uh, we were drinking Troy's beer that day. So oh, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's he's promoting Troy's beer. So Scott, uh, from afar, from the outside, what's your view of what Dan Campbell's been able to do with the Lions? I mean, spending time in that division, you know, I think you have you know you have to recognize uh, what a great job he's done and. You know, just the type of team that uh, they've built up there. Uh, I, I've always felt that that was a, a gold mine of a place. Um, I, I've always felt it was a challenge to go in there and play uh, in their stadium. You know, it's unique. It's loud. It's you know, it's down in the underground and so forth. Um, so you know, they got you know, Detroit's got great fans. You know, that's a that's it. That's it's it's really cool to see that organization have some success. Um, but I think those guys have done an incredible job. All right, thank you, Mike. All right, thank you. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy there talking with the media. Interesting, uh, Cowboys have not been able to win the turnover battle in all of their road losses this year, and that's something that they pride themselves on. And, you know, we talked about the one in Buffalo that they could have had. Maybe if you had gotten the challenge, fortunately the officials uh, didn't get the call. And then Buffalo, little home cooking there, never showed a replay for Coach to be able to do it. But, again, didn't get a single turnover against Miami either. Uh, talking about the details, you know, left some opportunities on the field, let that get away. What do you think, though, about the answer regarding C.D. Lamb and uh, really not being a factor there for a couple of quarters? Yeah, I mean, they sat down as a staff and tried to go through, you know, play-by-play play what could have been done differently. Could there have been a different play call? Uh, were, they, were they right in their what they believed in their preparation for that week on down and distances? Was there something that they missed? Uh, did they play Lamb any differently? Did they play Lamb special? Uh, you know, these are things they probably all could have picked up during the game, but as they did their deep dive into it, uh, you know, I'm sure that they realized that they could have gotten more out of that. They could have gotten more out of that matchup. We talked about going into the game that the one thing that you really kind of worried about was if, in fact, that Ramsey was going to travel with him. That was the big story all week. And then Vic Fangio and others, even, you know, Ramsey said, well, if Howard plays, probably not going to travel. And we're all thinking, oh, maybe he's BSing this Yeah, year. being a little coy with us. Yeah, being a little coy. And then Vic Fangio came out and says, if Howard plays, we're probably not going to travel. So Vic Fangio was not being coy. He was being honest, you know, and I'm sure if you asked him. But I know my eye, just watching it, I, you know, I didn't see anything – I just noticed there were a couple different times where they passed him through the zone. Uh, there was a couple of times where they took uh, long the linebacker and tried to, sh- you know, shove him uh, a little wide, make him, you know, have to run through a zone to get to another area. There was nothing really exotic when it came to, oh, okay, well, let's play a guy short and let's play a guy over the top. Uh, no, there wasn't any of that. And they've got to figure out, you know, and I'm sure they will, but Miami's Miami's twist game and Miami's blitz affected them in this football game, and it and it affected them to the point that that they didn't function as a normal offense. And I think that's what has to be a little bit, you know, concerning that you know Vic Fangio. I'm sure he, you know, Mike kind of called him out last time they played for well, we have the blueprint, and I'm sure Vic's probably telling people over a beer and a cigar that, you know, well, you know, this is what I did to him again. And, again, I I just didn't see anything exotic. I I think that Dallas missed an incredible opportunity to attack 
with CeeDee Lamb against uh, Howard, who wasn't, I think, at his very best, and Kahoo. I, I don't think they were, I don't think those were two quality players for the Dolphins yesterday. No, I mean, we got a text in from, you know, some Dolphin fans saying like, hey, Xavier Howard has not been the same player. And of yeah. course, we're not watching and, Miami down and, and down and out you know like what? we with the Thanks Cowboys. Thanks for texting in. You're right. He didn't look like he it. He didn't look like it. He looked like a very, he looked like a very rusty player yesterday. He didn't look like he was really totally, you know, he was doing his coverage things and stuff like that. But as far as being that shit, now that guy Ramsey, you know, he'll compete. You know, he competed to the point where he drove Cooks out of bounds down on the goal line. You know? <laughs> you know saved a touchdown. Saved a touchdown. So, I, I think that Mike McCarthy, I think, there's, I think the coaching staff have to look at two things. The defensive coaches have to look at, did, were, we too, were we too locked in to not giving up the big play that we weren't willing to blitz Tua? Because it was clear when he was pressured or blitzed, he was a different player. And the second thing is Mike McCarthy is for two quarters. Why did we not get CD the CD Lamb the ball fifteen times? Yeah, you know why did we go away from that, or why did our quarterback go away from that, or why was our play calling reflective of him not being involved as much as he should have been? Stephon Gilmore limited, according to Coach McCarthy today. He's part of their group that typically gets this Veteran Day off. Yeah. Uh, also saying Mike McCarthy saying uh, Tyron Smith and Jonathan Hankins are getting better. They both have a chance to go this week against Detroit. Hopeful was the word I heard. Yep, and, and I think uh, we're all very hopeful on that, especially with the way that the Lions can run the football. Jameer Gibbs having another excellent game. Then you have David Montgomery. In he's fact, a good rookie. He's been fantastic. Yeah. In fact, uh, Mike McCarthy saying that he thinks this is going to be their biggest challenge of the year based on what they've seen from Detroit early on. It's a good offensive line. I'm looking forward to watching them tonight. Panay Sewell and Micah Parsons. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. That, that is going to be a fun matchup. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and they, we'll see how much off-ball linebacker that Parsons plays. Sure. Because they were actually pretty effective, you know, the, with the couple of plays that he got, him being able to move and find the ball. When Parsons gets in trouble, and we said this before, when they run the ball at him, when he's an edge, he's so aggressive that he gets caught down inside, and then they find ways to pin him inside. That's the biggest issue that he deals with. All right, let's do a little two guys, one booth. The best way to relive a nine-hour game day broadcast here on 105.3 The Fan. That's next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 